Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. It's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Welcome back. Third and final hour. Jimmy B and TC here on the Big Talker 1700. Man, this food is good. Yeah, yeah, good food. Little lunch here at the station. Yeah, who uh, who brought it? I don't, I don't even know. I, I don't know. No, sorry. No free plug for them, then. <laughs> we, we'll just eat it. <laughs> and we're good at that. Yeah. Hey, if it's free, it's for me. Mm-hmm. You got that right. So, Trent, with the uh, little teaser before we went to the top of the hour break. Yes. And for those uh, fans of Jared Utoth, he is on the move, Trent. He is headed south. South. Mucho south. Mucho south. Yes. Is it from, Mucho? Yes, from Dallas to Houston. Mm-hmm. So he becomes the new Sam Decker. You think since, so? Huh? Since Decker was traded in the Chris Paul deal, yeah, I don't know if he's going to get the same kind of minutes. No, as, I don't think so. No, as, Sam was, and he's not playing as good as Sam was playing. Well, but he has have the opportunity. He, he'll have the opportunity. Yes. Mm-hmm. Here's what I loved about the deal. So the Mavericks trade him to the Houston Rockets, and it's the ever popular, which you told me yesterday. Cash considerations. Cash considerations. <laughs> you got it. Absolutely. Let's interview the bag of money. Yes. <laughs> As did he was you put out? Did you see Portland did that? They put a bag of money up on a table and tried to do an interview. Oh with yeah, it. it was pretty <laughs> funny stuff. So anyway, so Jared Utah is now going to be on a team that has Chris Paul mm-hmm. and James Harden. Yeah, as uh, Connor McCaffrey said on Twitter. Yeah. The new big three. <laughs> CP3 Harden and Jared Utah. <laughs> I don't know if that'll play out quite that way. I don't think so. You think Utah's got a chance to uh, to make the team? The, sti- the stick? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, he does a lot of similar things that Decker did. Sure. And a similar length guy. and uh, Longer look, than, than he Decker. He might, might be a little longer. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think he is. Yeah. And Decker turned himself into a really good player. Decker is a ridiculous athlete. He though. is, though. I mean, U- Utah's a pretty good athlete. Yeah, Decker's different. He's level. on a different yeah. level. Yeah, he is. That 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 dude can fly. So, Decker, I think, will be an important part of what the L.A. Clippers end up eventually doing mm-hmm. in that trade. But I think Utah's ha- Utah has a chance here. Okay. I just don't think that they made the deal for cash considerations just to kick him to the curb. Sure. I mean, that doesn't mean he won't end up in the D-League. Well, let's see. It's the G-League now. Right. That he won't end up in the G-League. For I mean, Decker went back and forth because he was rehabbing from injury. Yep. So, uh, and then once he finally got healthy, then he turned into a really good player. I think that uh, Utah has that capability. Uh, if he's playing for Mike D'Antoni, who just won Coach of the Year, you know his style. Get up and down the court, push the ball, run, get open, take the shot. Hit threes. Hit threes. That fits right into what Utah likes to do. Now, his uh, deal is not guaranteed. That is correct. So that was, is something to also remember here, is it's not a guaranteed contract that Utah has. But at the very least, you know they're looking for a guy like that, a guy that would be on the cheap, certainly. And when you got Chris Paul and when you have... James Harden on your roster, they're going to take up a lot of your salary cap. Mm-hmm. And Utah, a guy, maybe that makes a little bit of sense for him. But little off-season hoops there, Jimmy B. With that, yes, it's time to go inside the numbers. You Uh-oh. ready, James? Oh, boy. Do I, do I have to get my abacus out in order to do stuff? Possibly. Do I need Possibly. a sundial? <laughs> no, okay. no, you don't need any of that. I'm just checking. Any of that. Jimmy B., 
as we're here with the 4th of July. Yes. Who is the World Series betting favorite right now? Well, at the beginning of the year, yeah, yeah. it was the Cubs. It was the Cubs. It was the Cubs. They are no longer, as I throw a little hint your way. My guess is it's the Dodgers. You would be correct. It is the Dodgers at the top spot. If you're betting them right now, I'm looking online. You can get them at 4-1. to one. Mm-hmm. Second choice, not the Cubs. It is the Houston Astros at 5-1. to one. The third choice, not the Cubs. The Indians plus 725. Whoa. And then the Nationals and Cubs right behind the Indians at plus 750. So there's where you are, Jimmy B. There is your betting favorites. But I wanted to see if there was going to be a place to find uh, some numbers for winning the divisions. They were up the other day. They have taken them down. Now, I think a reason for this is a couple of the divisions are over. Pretty much. The National League East is over. Washington is going to win that. It's done. I mean, they would have to be a catastrophic event. Not just them falling apart, but somebody yes. actually has to play decent. D- yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. The likelihood of that in that division Not happening. doesn't look very strong. No. And then out in the American League West, same thing. I mean, it, it is an absolute running way. Houston, so. Houston is just on fire. But I'm going to ask you this. Okay. I like to throw this out to you this way, and I'm giving you 100 free bucks, Jimmy B. And you got one bet. You can't try to split it up I a can't, bunch of different bets. I can't, like, throw $2 here, $4 no, no, there. No, You're no, not going to no, let me do that. that. Okay. You got one $100 bet oh, that I'm going to let you make. God, that's a lot of pressure on me. And you're thinking about how you're going to make money here. You know, do you take a shot? This isn't your hard-earned money. Hard-earned. Oh, it's not? No. no. Yeah. Well, hard this, this is... Don't laugh at that. Come on. I'm here for three hours. I'm, I'm handing you a C-note. A C-note right now. Nothing that you did to earn it. It is just handed to you. Okay. But you have to make one bet. One bet. So you can try to turn it into big money. Okay. You can go with a big underdog. Let's start with the National League. To win the NL. Get to the World Series. Don't have to win the whole oh, thing. Oh, I don't have to win the World Series. Just, just win get... the National League. Get oh. to the World Series. Okay. Dodgers would be two to one. Okay. So your hundred dollars would turn into two hundred. Two hundred. Pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cubs at plus three twenty five. Also the Nationals at that same price. You got the Diamondbacks at plus five fifty. Mm. You have uh seven to one, seven hundred bucks if you go with the Rockies. Twenty two to one with the Brewers. Ooh. Cardinals at twenty five to one. And then you kind of get into the also rans. Now you could go off the board here. You can bet on the Padres to do it, and uh, you'd make that $100 would turn into, oh, let's see here. $952 million? <laughs> yeah. Because that's about their shot. It would turn into fifteen grand. Wow. Not bad. If the Padres make the World Series. <laughs> probably not the best use of your funds, uh, though. Probably not. Read those uh, off to me one more time here for the National League, okay? Dodgers, Dodgers were 2-1. to one. Dodgers 2-1, to one, Cubs plus 325. Same for the Nationals at 325. I'm taking the Nats. That's where you're putting your money. Yes. I think, I think they are, if I had that 100, I don't, but if I had that 100, <laughs> yeah. uh, I would probably throw that for the 325 because I don't have to have them winning the World Series. Right. This is just to win the National League. Correct. And I think I'd be looking at your road, but you know what? 
there's still something. And I know the Cardinals have just not been very good. I know. They just haven't. And now, you know, oh, well, is he the closer? Not really. Matheny's going back and forth. And we saw Rosenthal the other night get a save. And you got that. This team hasn't come together. They're sending guys down. They're mm-hmm. sending veterans down. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's – but it's still the Cardinals. I I know. And at 25-1. to 1, that's twenty five hundred. Twenty five hundred on a dollar on a hundred bet. On a hundred bet, is that probably where I, you would go? I, you you would because the Dodgers are two to one. I mean, they're just there's not a whole lot of value there. No, you know, it's no, just, that's why I'm not taking. Right? The, yeah, it, at least I tried to take a team where I might make a few extra shekels. Right, here right. At, and at, I, at three to one, I like you with the Nationals there, the Diamondbacks. So that rotation has been good. Do you trust them in the playoffs? Same thing with the Rockies at those prices. Right. Not really. Yeah. The Brewers with the latest injury with Chase Anderson, he'd be back by this time, obviously. But still, I mean, are they even going to get there? If they do, are they built to succeed in the playoffs? Mm-hmm. Probably not. But there's just something about the Cardinals there, and the price that you get them at, at plus at twenty five to one. Yeah, I, I would probably you would think probably about that throw one. it that way. But then I get nervous and I just say, "Ah, the hell with it! I'm just going with the Dodgers and <laughs> <laughs> just take the two and then, and then they get upset and they lose." And, yeah, <laughs> but see, if, to me, the the Nats have a chance to get there. You know, they're going to make some deals to shore up the bullpen. Boy, that bullpen's yeah, bad. it is. It's but really that's bad. it. I mean, they're they're a loaded team. They are. They got pitching and they have hitting and they have fielding. Well, and the crazy thing is, you know, some of the veterans, the way that they play, is look at Ryan Zimmer. Yeah. He was left for dead. And now he's up there and batting three ones or 330 something. Uh, I, I, I can tell you, I can tell you right off the top what he's at. 338. 338. Yeah, he's at 338. So you, you got that component to it. And, yeah. and Bryce Harper with the bounce back year after last year's mm-hmm. disappointment. And you still have Scherzer. And then you have Strasburg. And. You go through, and Roar can give you a good start. And Ross has been decent at times. Didn't they give up Daniel Murphy for dead as well after yeah, the Mets deal? He's hitting three they They're they're in good shape. And that bullpen, you can fix the bullpen. Yeah, you can. And the other thing, they got a couple young guys down there. You know, Blake Trinan, young guy with some good stuff. Coda Glover, they just, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe those young guys figure it out as they get more acclimated. You bring in a, a middle reliever type and... And then something right at the end of the bullpen. Two guys. Two guys is all they really up. need. Yeah. A, I middle, a middle reliever and a close. You talked me into it. I'm betting on the Nats now. <laughs> <laughs> Over to the American League. Okay, I'm ready. As we go inside the numbers here presented by JLM Guns Shop. Uh, let's go with the Astros. They're at the top spot in the American League. Are they 2-1? to one? Plus 220. So a little more value. Okay. But yeah, basically 2-1. to one. Indians next plus 325. Mm-hmm. Plus 350 for the Red Sox. You got the Yankees at plus four fifty, mm-hmm. and then it really drops off. Okay, you get to the Royals at twenty to one, Ooh. the Rays twenty five to one, Rangers twenty seven to one. Same for the Blue Jays. There's my Twins at twenty eight to one. They're the same as the Mariners. The Orioles at thirty five to one, and then well, the rest of the group after that. Where's Toronto? Where did you re- read that? Blue one? Jays are twenty-seven to one. Twenty-seven to one. Twenty-seven to one. They they have been able to get on the precipice of kind of breaking through after a bad start out of them. They, Talk about the Cardinals. Yeah, bad they start. had an awful beginning. They're only a couple of games they're, now they're, below five hundred. You know, they're, they're hanging around. They're hanging. They're hanging around. Is right. 
Oh boy, at that price! Now remember, this is this isn't to win a playoff series or to win a, a game. No, in a, it's, it's just to get to the get the World Series. Though, yeah. so you got to win a you couple got, series. You, you got to win the American League title to get that. Which means you'd have to beat Houston. Yeah, have to beat Houston. They have to just get in, and that's the part with Toronto. I mean, just getting in, yes, might be an accomplishment for them. Same thing with Baltimore. That one was kind of intriguing, though. The Orioles haven't played really well after they, that. They good have start not at thirty-five to one. Are you going a little more chalky here? You looking at the chalk? Of... I'm favoring. What was the Yankees? The Yankees are plus four fifty. I'm favoring that. Now come playoff time. Yeah, I know. You got a pitching. You do. Are you excited about that I, staff? I. You would have thought that Tanaka is going to oh. come around sooner or later. He can't be this bad all season, can he? Can't be. He's too good. Unless there's an underlying issue that, that we, we don't, don't know, know about. about. Right. And then he's not even around, and then everybody slides up another spot. Yeah. You know, Severino's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be fine with him out there, but CC Sabathia, he's been injured again. He is. I can't. He's been good when he's been out there. Pineda, yeah. inconsistent. That That's why I would struggle with the Yankees. Offensively, sure. Yeah. They haven't played great lately, but on top of it, just I can't trust that stuff. But... I guess we say this, said the same thing about Cleveland last year, and, and, and look it was what Corey happened. Kluver, Andrew Miller, right. and to the World Series they went, yeah, exactly. and we're a couple plays away from winning the whole thing. That's thing. correct. So if if I were going to and try to make a couple bucks, I mean, I could easily take Houston, because they just look terrific. Mm-hmm. And Boston was what? Boston is plus 350. And, and the Yankees were 450? 450, yep. yeah. I would probably, if I tried to make some money... I'd probably lay on the Yanks. Of course, it's not my money. <laughs> right. But yeah. if I had that hundred, yeah. that's probably where I would go. Go with the Yankees. I'm, I'm still sticking with the Indians. I okay. don't know why. What, the were, the, what were the Indians? Now. Plus three twenty-five. Okay. Plus three twenty-five. I can understand that. Salazar comes back. Kluber. Yeah. Carrasco. The bullpen's still ridiculously good offensively. Uh, they brought a couple of young guys up. Zimmer's been pretty good since he's been called up. Mm-hmm. That team is so dang talented. I just, I love the way that they're. Set you would up go Cleveland. Let's uh, let's do a little football before we run out of time. Here. All right, inside the numbers, and uh, let's just go with the Super Bowl. For All right, right, are you going to give me a three hundred dollar bill again? One more. Okay. So you bet your hundred dollar bill on the Yankees. You know, I could probably catch a flight to Hawaii on what I've made so far. <laughs> okay, okay, go ahead. Yeah. Counting yeah. money. Yeah. On the fake Condon Casino. Yep. Look at you. <laughs> so no surprise, the Patriots still the favorite at 3-1. to one. Yeah. The next choice to win the Super Bowl, the Dallas Cowboys at 10-1. to one. Wow, what a drop-off. The Packers, the Seahawks both uh-huh. at 12-1. to one. Uh-huh. Uh, you got the Steelers at 14-1. to one. Okay. Atlanta is at 15-1 to one, along with the Raiders. They're both 15-1. to one. And then you get down to the Broncos at twenty-five to one. Also, the Chiefs, the Giants, all three of those teams twenty-five. To the, one. Um, did it, did Atlanta lose a lot of guys? I don't think they lost really a lot of guys, right? But Jim, you know what happens? You lose in the Super Bowl. Oh, I know. You're. It comes back the other way. I tried to warn you last year with the Panthers. You weren't going to listen to me, and well, I proved to be correct on that one. <laughs> Andy from the Down Unders yeah. listening to the show. Jimmy B, NBA odds are out on the Cavs and Warriors. One to one. Everybody else, one million to one. <laughs> <Pretty much. laughs> 
pretty Thank much. you, Andy. That was good. <laughs> that was good. I'm, where are you going I'd with be, your 100 bucks? You, you, were you thinking about Atlanta? I, no, don't yeah. do it, Jim. Don't do it. I'm tempted. Oh, Jimmy B. I'm tempted. I thought I had taught you my degenerate over the last two years. I'm te- I thought I, I had I'm brought tempted. you into my degenerate life enough to realize what it's about to be a better. That's a bad bet. If you're throwing 100 bucks down on the Atlanta Falcons to win it this year, I'm telling you, that's a bad bet. I'm telling you where I'm also leaning. Okay. All right. Is this to win the Super Bowl or just win be in it? the Super Bowl. You got to win the whole thing. Okay. Give me the uh, Dallas was 10 to 1. Yes. Who was after that? The Packers and Seahawks, both at 12 to 1. And who was right after that? The Steelers at 14. That's where I would go. The Steelers. Yes. To win it all. Yes. Big Ben. Yes. And company. Yes. And this is a swan song, and then he yes. walks away. and then he walks away. And then he walks away. Interesting. Peyton, I can't kill Peyton, that one. Peyton Manning. John Elway. And then after Super Bowl, what will it be? Super Bowl 52. I believe. You'll be walking away with $1,400 in your pocket. Plus the 100 they started, $1,500 in your pocket. On my way to uh, Oahu. (laughs) (laughs) What, are you sleeping on the streets with that? I'll get you a flight. That'll be about it. (laughs) Jimmy B and TC, we roll through here on the Big Talkers 1700. Coming up on the other side, we got Pete Futek. He penned the column talking about Kirk Ferentz. Mm -hmm. Should we consider him legendary? We'll talk about that next Pete Futek, College Football News here on Jimmy B and TC. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Make history and celebrate the 4th of July by lighting up the sky with Bolino Fireworks. Fireworks are now legal in Iowa. Bolino Fireworks has been supplying the Midwest with quality products at the very best prices for over 35 years. Plus, at Bolino Fireworks, buy one, get three free. Bolino Fireworks. Find them in Ames in the Hy-Vee parking lot, 3800 Lincoln Way. Also, the Fairway parking lot, 3619 Stange Road. Also, in Indianola, the Fairway parking lot, 1309 West 2nd Street. Bolino Fireworks. Have a blast this 4th. Fourth of July. Celebrate the holiday with great savings during Lowe's Go Forth event. Make your patio a happening hangout for family and friends with up to 25% off select patio furniture and outdoor decor. And your guests are going to be hungry. So be prepared to grill with a two-pack of Kingsford charcoal now for just $9.88. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Patio and charcoal offers valid while supplies last in U.S. only. Charcoal offer limited to two bags per customer, 628 through 75. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. 
At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Jim Brunson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. Hey, everybody, welcome back in. We roll till the top of the hour at 3 o'clock. Uh, I'm Trent. Before we get to Pete Futek, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm bumming. Oh, no. What's going on? Big sexy. Bartolo Colon? Dropped from the Atlanta Braves. Well, he's been Designated for the minor leagues. Yeah, he's been bad. 44 years old, big sexy, demoted. It's over. It is. It's over. It was a great run, though. It was. It was a great run for that guy. And the highlight of his career, probably that home run that he hit in San Diego. In San Diego. <laughs> yeah. What a highlight that I was. know. Uh, Pete Futek is joining us right now, College Football News. It's always fun when we get Pete on the show. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 hotline, Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Hey, Pete, how are you, man? Gentlemen, what's going on? Oh, we were just bumming because Big Sexy is uh, no longer in Major League Baseball. Sorry. I guess. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is he uh, Bartolo Colon still in baseball? Yes. I, I yeah, suppose they, I should know these sort of things. Yeah, they but. just sent him down. Just happened. They just sent him down to the minors. That's well, then I feel bad for him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Pete. We had a long discussion uh, about your article. First off, uh, give us the explanation. A, why did you decide to write that article? And what was the emphasis of it? Well, because as it, everything else revolves around it, because I got ripped on on Twitter behind it, and so therefore I uh, I wrote the I wrote the uh, the Big Ten preview, and I didn't even really think about it. I, it was, the article Big Ten preview is basically about how uh, the coaching uh, is changing in the Big Ten, and how it's uh, kind of the, the conference as a whole is kind of changing things up. I just I didn't even think about it. I'm really, the coaches range from the legendary like Urban and uh, even Harbaugh to some extent and Ference. And I didn't think, I just threw Ference in there. I didn't think much about it. I just kind of assumed it. And a bunch of guys on Twitter were ripping on me. What are you talking about? Curtin Ference is legendary. Mm-hmm. And it just I, I guess I just sort of assumed that maybe I'm in my you know own little bubble on this. Uh, but if you look at you know just from kind of a Burt Blylevin you know, sort of, you know, Dave Craig's sort of way of longevity, you start looking at the guy's numbers, and, okay, he might not have that top-line resume thing, but he's got – his numbers are kind of fantastic. And, you know, throwing Bill Snyder out of the mix because he was out of the game for about three years, he's the longest-tenured coach in college football almost by a mile. He's the only one who's been at the same school uh, since before 2000, then there's Gary Patterson who joined in 2000, and the next up is like Mike Gundy and a slew of other guys who who started their respective schools in 2005. The guy's just been kind of around for forever. Has been consistently, you know, above average, and I guess that you know, in some circles, it kind of makes you legendary. You know, it's kind of the circumstance that you build upon, and for some people, legendary means that 
you know, you're going to be a guy that has won a national championship or at least competed for a national championship. It all comes down to to the definition of things. And and Kirk Ferentz is a difficult one because uh, people will look at the longevity and some people look at that in a negative way, that he hasn't been able to break through. Or they look at not just the great years that he's had, the top 10 finishes that he's had, but what happened in the other seasons. And, and that's the part of it that I guess would draw a little bit of comeback from the detractors of Ferentz of, yeah, he's had some excellent teams. He's had top 10 teams. But when he does it, they're mediocre or worse than that. They're pretty bad at times. Uh, that's kind of your point. That was the other kind of rip from uh, they started arguing with the Twitter peeps on stuff like this. Uh, and they're like, yeah, consistent also means that I was basically settled to be consistently mediocre for a very, very long time. Uh, it, it's, you know, it's, it's some validation to it, but to your point, all right, is Gene Chizik legendary because he has a national title? Right. Is Larry Coker legendary? You know, he's got a national championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you start to look then, again, if you kind of drill down into it a little bit, on the surface, you don't think of him like that because, you know, we're living in an age where you've got Urban Meyer, you've got Nick Saban, you've got two of the greatest coaches to ever coach in American sports. It's kind of, and that's, that's where the bar is really set. And then you've got the high-profile guys like Harbaugh, who hasn't won anything, by the way, in college football, uh, and a slew of other very good head coaches out there, obviously. But if you look at what Ference has done, if he has another eight-win season, I believe he either ties or surpasses Hayden Fry as the school's all-time leading, uh, all-time winningest coach at least in terms of, you know, at the school itself, because obviously Hayden Fry's got wins at North Texas and SMU before that. Mm -hmm. But at Iowa, he will be Iowa's all-time winningest coach. And then the numbers get really sort of weird, because as a Big Ten head coach, now, I mean, I think it's like Joe Paterno, Woody Hayes, and Bo Schembechler are going to be the only guys, coaches in Big Ten history, with more Big Ten wins. It's Now you're, you know, you're walking among the true gods there. And then if he wins one more bowl game, then Joe Paterno and I think it's Woody Hayes are the only two coaches to have more, or maybe it's Barry Alvarez have, uh, there's only two coaches, though, who have more bowl wins than Kirk Ferentz. So on the surface, it might not seem like he's this, you know, legendary godlike figure, but that's a pretty solid career all the way around. I don't think you have to worry about the bowl thing. Have you seen his records the last six years? <laughs> that's the problem. It's not just losing bowls. It's just embarrassing. It's just, yeah. It's, it's, it's where, okay, this whole thing where, you know, Iowa is tough. You know what they're going to do. They're going to have another year with another great offensive line, another great running game. The defense is going to be an absolute killer. And, you know, they'll, they'll show up. They'll, you know, they'll beat a, a Michigan like they did last year. They'll come up with one of those type of wins. They get to Ohio State this year on the schedule, which is a dangerous trap game. But then give another team time to prepare, like Stanford or Florida, and all of a sudden that talent level just <laughs> you. It, the disparity comes shining through. Pete Futek, College Football News, joining us here as we're taking a look at his article from earlier in this week. Is Kirk Ferentz legendary? Uh, Pete, one more on this from me before we start to move on and talk some college football with you. I think another big component is going to be down the line and, and what happens, A, at the end of his career, how it finishes up, how he leaves, if his son takes over, as many people believe, and how that tenure goes, and how Iowa football goes, regardless of who the next head coach is. You know, if they take a step back from what he is, people say, and maybe it wasn't quite as easy to win at Iowa as we thought it was when Kirk Ferentz was there churning out those seasons year after year. When you get into that legendary status, it's not just about what you did individually, it's also what the program does afterwards, at least in my mind. 
Lloyd Carr looks a whole lot more legendary now than yes. he did at the end of his Michigan mm-hmm. career. Yes. And that's how these things tend to, and to be careful what you wish for category. It is, you know, fair enough. The world of big-time college football, you always want your programs to be better. You always want, you know, your, your, your team to get there and win championships and be consistently at least in the mix for big things. Uh, but again, you know, remember the end of the Lloyd Carr era? They couldn't get rid of him fast enough because right. it looked like Michigan hit a ceiling, and they couldn't. They were always very, very good, but they were never really in the BCS championship hunt. And then they finally get rid of him and say, "Okay, we need a new era of Michigan football." Rich Rod, Brady Hoke, and now you know all the problems that stem from that. Nebraska, the same sort of way. If you remember, very, very famously, they got rid of Frank Solich and they went to Bill Callahan, trying to think that okay, well, we need to change things up because you know we're going to hit this wall we're going to hit this you know where we become stale and just kind of another mediocre program and of course what happens is they they got away from what made nebraska nebraska and they've never been able to recover from that so again does iowa you know when when ference goes is iowa just a, a mediocre you know is it a yearly six win team or can it kind of maintain that level where all right you're iowa you're not going to get the four and five star guys but every other year you're going to be in the thick of thick of a hunt, and that's really kind of you know where the program might be at. Or maybe you can find a guy who could take it to a whole other level. And then there's the other part of this where, you know, where's I mean, you would know better than I would. Other than you know, there was that one moment where you had the concerns about all the guys who were passing out from yep. working out too hard, and there's rumors and innuendos out right. there. Yeah, for such a long tenure, there there hasn't really been a scandal. He's, he's universal. Terrence is universally acknowledged as one of the really, you know, genuinely good dudes in this, in this business full of jerkweeds, and he's kind of what you want to be the face of your franchise for a couple decades. And he's proven to be, you know, every bit the type of head coach that you really sort of want to have for your college football program. Having a conversation with Pete Futek on the Draft House Fifty Hotline, Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Okay, so. Of the guys in recent history, say the last five to ten years, you already mentioned Paterno. You already mentioned Urban Meyer. Who else are you going to toss in in this so-called legendary status that you have Kurt Ferentz flirting with? Well, we're kind of trying to put that together almost as we speak. We're, okay. This is going to be the 20th year of collegefootballnews.com, so we're kind of doing like a you know, very gimmicky, you know, top 20, this, that, that. And that's sort of, you know, who are those guys who are in that mix? You know, how about Chris Peterson at this point? If you think about what he did at yes. Boise State, where his records for year after year after year were just obnoxiously amazing. Like every year, Boise State was a 12-win team. It was just setting the bar at such an unreasonable level. And then take, going to moving on to Washington and taking a program that had just been sort of in that mediocre range and getting him to a college football playoff and a big a Pac-12 championship. He's kind of grown into that status. Gary Patterson, if he can come up with maybe one big 12 championship or something really kind of close, I think he starts to go into that category as well. Uh, and then there's just a lot of guys who are, you know, okay, this is good, but now you got to start winning more. Like Jimbo Fisher, you got to start winning a couple, you know, do a little bit more with what you got there. Dabo Sweeney is, if you start to look at his body of work, it's not just the national championship, but he's all of a sudden strung together a bunch of really amazing years where he's starting to grow into that category. Um, Bob Stoops certainly was there before retiring and might 
get back there again if he ends up taking over the Notre Dame job in the near future. You know, so there are still a lot of really good coaches out there. Pete, do you believe that's going to happen? You just kind of toss that in mm-hmm. there with Bob Stoops taking over at Notre Dame. It, there was speculation right away about that. He's got a that. house in Chicago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, South Bend is not a suburb of Chicago like some people would like you to believe. But can you see that uh, that scenario arising? How do you not? I mean, how do you – I mean, if you're – you don't retire when you're that young and that good. And, you know, I get the idea of, you know, it's kind of a little bit, you know, weird to be walking away from a heater of a program that, you know, has national championship, uh, you know, possibilities this year. You know, but you know, Bob Stoops is a different sort of coach, a different sort of guy who I think really just kind of needed just a break from the world. I mean, sometimes these guys just kind of need to unplug for a little while. And, you know, I don't want to say burned out, but he was there, you know, since 99. I mean, he's been there for forever. You know, so sometimes these guys just need a break, even if they have everything going their way, recharge the batteries a little bit, and then, is the world going to be his, whether it's the Chicago Bears, whether it's the Cleveland Browns, you know, where he grew up, or the Notre Dame job where he was rumored for before Brian Kelly uh, and didn't take that job. Now I think it would probably be right there for him in the next couple of years. Speaking of Notre Dame mm-hmm. and Brian Kelly, we know it's uh, some pretty thin ice for him. Can he put together a 9-3 year to keep his job, or do you think this yeah. is dead man walking? No, you can absolutely do it. I mean, it kind of gets lost in the shuffle. But, you know, remember, it wasn't just all that long ago when they, you know, had gotten a little lucky against Stanford and Conrad Ukravina didn't hit that bomb of a field goal. Notre Dame's probably in the college football playoff two years yeah. ago. Yeah. You know, so that they're not that far removed from being that good. And last year was kind of a quirky, weird season when just everything could possibly go, go wrong did. And now this team coming back is pretty good. They've got arguably the best left side of the line in college football and Mike McGlinchey and Quentin Nelson. Uh, Brandon Wimbush is going to be a fantastic quarterback for them. They've got to run, they've got skilled guys and, you know, Josh Adams and Equinia St. Brown are going to be NFL starters, you know, so they, they've got enough talent there. So there kind of isn't an excuse to at least win nine games. Having a, com- a conversation with Pete Futek, College Football News on the Draft House 50 hotline. Pete, have you kind of uh, been able to assess all of the great opening games that we are going to see? I'm assuming that number one on your hit list is Alabama, Florida State. But after that, where do you go? Yeah, they're, that's the one. I mean, they're starting off the season opening up this new Atlanta uh, stadium, they could probably end the season there too, because this could be the you know national championship game. But that might be if it's not one versus two, it's certainly going to be a matchup of top four teams coming into the season. Florida State really is that good, kind of under the radar team. I kind of want to see NC State, the, the NC State versus South Carolina. Out of all the really big matchups to start the year, that's one of those kind of ones that's going to kind of fly under the radar. But NC State could be this year's Louisville. They might have the best defensive line in the country. They've got a lot of talent. They're not going to win the ACC, but they're going to be a pain in everyone's butt. So I kind of want to really see what they do. And the other one's Michigan. And I think if you want to kind of buy low, everyone was buying way too high on Michigan last year. Everyone jumped off the ship now because they lose 20 starters, but they're still experienced. They're still talented. And if you look at their schedule, if they get by Florida, to start the season. They still got to go to Penn State. They got to go to Wisconsin. If they can get by Florida, they're going to win everything else. They're going to beat Michigan State. And if they can split, at least, against the Nittany Lions and Badgers, then they get Ohio State at home. 
win that game, go 11-1, and one, and then you're off to the Big Ten Championship. That winner of Ohio State versus Michigan game is going to go to the Big Ten Championship and probably to the college football playoffs. So uh, I, I kind of want to see how Michigan comes out. I think they're going to come out roaring. Pete, kind of in that same vein, you talked about their matchup with Penn State. I, I've been of the opinion as I'm starting to dig through things and get through the magazines and come up with their own predictions. It's 2017. Don't read print magazines. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Pete, Penn State, to me, it was such a fun team to watch a year ago. I just feel like there's got to be some kind of regression coming this year. They can't have the same breaks that happened to them in the back half of 2016, can they? No, but they might be better. You know, they still sure. get just about everyone back. You know, so they might not necessarily need those breaks as much. They might just be that explosive and that good again. Uh, but at the same time, Michigan State's not going to be as bad. You know, they, they, they did this by beating Ohio State last year, and now they got to go to Columbus. They've got to beat Michigan. they still got a bunch of other killers on the schedule. So they might be a better team, but not with the same, same results. So, uh, they are going to be very, very good, but that East is looking nasty. And that didn't even include, like, Maryland, who is still probably a year or two away, but they're rising up and becoming something strong. Indiana has a has its best defense yet, uh, and even Rutgers is at least going to be better. They're not going to do anything, but that's a pretty nasty def- or nasty division from top to bottom. Hey, Pete, I, I just noticed something on Twitter. and uh, Since this is what you do for a living with college football, I wanted to run it by you. It says that the University of Texas, not willing to play Texas A&M, we all know why, but apparently they were making phone calls to other Big 12 schools asking them to not play Texas A&M as well. Do you remember this happening in other leagues, or can you recall anything like that? It's almost the equivalent of like not allowing your recruit to leave to another school uh, that might, you know, bother you in some way, shape, or form. Uh, it, it's an it, it's very Texasy thing to do. It's, it's you know they have their one up one upmanship. They have their gamesmanship. But right now, if you're Texas, just start winning again, and then start getting then you guys can start getting into all that other kind of stuff. But at, at the moment, under Tom Herman, prove that you can win. You've got a heater team coming back this season. Uh, I get what they're trying to do. This is kind of Texas football and. You know how they kind of you know get this rivalry rolling, uh, but it, it'll be interesting to see if anybody actually deals with that. And if you're Texas A&M, you're kind of like whatever. We're in the SEC, guys. Yeah, we're in yeah. Big Twelve. Yeah, you know, we're 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 good. We're we're all right over here. Last thing for me, I want to come full circle with you, Pete. So we opened up here, Kirk Ferentz, legendary. We have two coaches to the north of us: one up in Ames, one further up in Minneapolis. Young coaches mm-hmm. creating a lot of headlines out there recruiting and doing a great job early on in their tenure with Matt Campbell at Iowa State and with P.J. Fleck at Minnesota. If you had to make a bet on one of these guys to become legendary in college football, who are you putting your money on? Probably Fleck. I mean, just because he seems like he's that kind of, you know, quirky guy. Uh, and I, I know I don't mean to make anybody mad, but for Campbell to become great, he's got to have one great year and get out. Mm-hmm. You know, this uh, is yeah. he's got to have he's got to have the one big year at Iowa State and then use that as leverage for somewhere else. But you're right, it's that that's the weirdest part about all this. You know, over you know, doing this for you know 20 years, it's just how young the coaches have become. Now, when when Oklahoma plays Texas in the Red River rivalry or shootout, or whatever they want to call it, yep. the combined ages of Tom Herman and Lincoln Riley 
are going to be younger than Bill Snyder. Like wow. if these guys are so young, I mean, you're, you're talking younger 30. I mean, you got, you know, secretary of state yelling at, you know, Jared Kushner for, you know, cause he's this young guy and Kushner's 38. He's ancient in terms of college football coaches. <laughs> world. I mean, that's, you know, that's nothing. I mean, these coaches now are, you know, and you kind of have to be in today's day of, you know, energy and social media. You got to know Twitter. You got to know Snapchat. You got to be able to relate to, you know, they always, every, every era there's, you've got to be able to relate to the younger player. Well, now you really do. You got to have a guy who's got that, you know, 24 seven energy, like a PJ Fleck. You got to be able to know YouTube. You got to be able to know all the technology and virtual reality and everything that goes into this. It's not just blocking and tackling. There's so much more to it in today's day and age. And that's why, you know, younger coaches are going to be able to shine through. Will they ever change the rules where you got kids committing verbally and then changing? Will they ever get to a point where you can just offer the kid when he's 18 or a senior in high school, 17, 18, 19, whatever it is, you can just offer him then and he says yes or no? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with this early signing period that they've they've now instituted where you can – uh, sign guys up right around Christmas, mainly just to, you know, tick me off that I have to actually <laughs> care about recruiting before I have to. Uh, but now you're going to have a, a, a new way. Someone's going to figure out some way that this is going to be advantageous to them, where either you could sign all your guys or you could tell a kid, hey, look, sign with us now on December 23rd or you're off our radar. You know, or, or we're, we're going to have to move on and offer the scholarship somewhere else. You know, at least one or two teams are going to figure this out faster than anybody else because no one else really knows exactly how this is all going to work. And once they do, then we're going to see how this works. And on the flip side, if you're a five-star guy, I don't know why you would ever sign a second before you have to, including on signing day. I would just be like, look, let's keep rolling here. Highest bidder, let's go. You know, whoever wants to you know, bring that biggest bag of cash my way, that's my enough guy who's going to get me. So I don't know why this is going to work one way or the other, but I think watch out for this early signing period because it is going to change around recruiting as we know it. Pete, as always, great having you on the show. Happy anniversary, college football news, 20 years old, and boy, does that make me feel old. Oh, God, you don't even start with me, man. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Be good, Pete. We'll talk again. There you go. See you, Pete. There you go. Great stuff. Pete Futek on the Draft House 50 hotline. Mill Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Always fun catching up with him. Jimmy B and TC, it's the Big Talker, 1700. Hey, it's Tiki Barber. And Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom. Hi, folks. Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. Here's something very cool to kick off the summer. Memorial Day savings of up to 40% on appliance special buys at the Home Depot. Get a Whirlpool stainless steel top freezer refrigerator for just $498. You save over $250. Its LED interior lighting truly puts your food in the spotlight. Nobody beats our prices, guaranteed. With up to 40% off appliances at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Bound through June 7th, U.S. only while supplies last. See store for details.
Running low on the stuff you need? Time for a Target run. We're here for all the little moments and the big ones, too, like Sunday fun day, impromptu barbecues, or even when you're just out of paper towels. And in time for the 4th of July, get firework hot deals like Hebrew National Hot Dogs and Johnsonville Brats on sale for $2.99. Plus, get two family-sized bags of Sun Chips or Lay's for $4. And this week, Banana Boat Cool Zone Sunscreen is just $8.99. Target run and done. Pricing may vary. Restrictions may apply. The Western Edge has a special sweet deal thank you gift for your years of service. Right now, buy a ticket to the Big Country Bash, and the Western Edge will give you a second ticket absolutely free. Availability and time for this offer are limited, so you have to hurry. It's a special two-for-one ticket deal, courtesy of your friends at the Western Edge. But you have to hurry. Log on to 1700kbgg.com now to take advantage of this awesome sweet deal on bash tickets from the Western Edge. The Big Country Bash, Sunday, June 25th at Living History Farms. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select All-Included Package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Pro-rated ETF up to $480 TV, $180 for internet, equipment, on return, and other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offerings 12117. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and T.C. All right, we're on the uh, precipice of getting out of here, which is the best news I could have. Oh, yeah? Been a lot of pressure today on me. How'd you survive it? Uh, on a way in a prayer? That and running up and down the hallway where it's warm because I'm freezing in this closet that we have as an office. It's good. Keep man, that it's blood cold moving. In here. It's good for man, you, Jimmy B. Man. 
You know me, I like it hot. Well, in case you pass away, you know, yeah. it'll keep what? you a little longer. It, so. it certainly will. You don't, you don't have to move me. Just let exactly. me just put me out on the floor. I'll, I'll just finish the show, sure, and then, yeah. then I'll give, make the phone call. <laughs> oh, God, this is great. Uh, Kyle Schwarber update. Uh, they are continuing to play at Principal Park today, the iCubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has gone one for three, which means right now he is five of 15 and eight strikeouts. That's a concerning number. Eight, the 5 of 15, not, uh, 333, yeah, okay. yeah, you know, I yeah, can do that. Yeah, math. yeah pretty good. But huh? not 8Ks. That's not good. I also saw he uh, drew an intentional walk. He did. I believe his third, excuse me, his third at bat. Yeah. And, uh, okay, whatever. That was the first walk that he'd drawn. I mean, the thing with Schwarber was this was a guy that not just had the power. I mean, the the power is goes with whatever you're talking about, Kyle Schwarber. Mm-hmm. That, that's where you start. Monster power. But it was the batting eye. It was the batting ability. Saw it so well. The contact that he could make. The yep. ability to go to other fields, not just be a pull hitter. He was a complete hitter. That's what we were sold. That's what we were told. That's what we saw a little bit. But remember the sample size, too, that we've seen of him at the Major League pretty level. pretty small. It is. It's incredibly small. And you look at his career numbers, well, now they're looking pretty awful Mm -hmm. because of this year. What is lost? What needs to be recalibrated? Confidence. The confidence portion of it. But, Jim, it's something that I bring up a lot with baseball, and I wonder if it's happening here. Is he a guy that certainly has talent? Mm -hmm. You have to have a, a requisite amount of talent just to be a major leaguer and to be a high draft pick and all these things. But is he able to make the adjustments necessary to be an elite level player? Well, because it, some guys can't. It hasn't it hasn't shown up so far this year with his stint with the Cubs in Chicago. Some guys can't do that. Correct. A guy right now that is happening to is Byron Buxton. Yes. Now Buxton with the twins is in the lineup every day because defensively He's already as good as you're going to find in baseball. He's terrific. He he covers so much ground, elite level speed, all these things. And as I complained about yesterday, you know, they continue to tinker with him and messing around with his swing and his timing mechanics and all these things. But when they send him down, he dominates at AAA. Mm-hmm. When he comes back up, and it's because the pitching, the difference in pitching between AAA and the major league level, it is immense. You know, it, there is a big, big oh, gap sure. there. And if you can't make those adjustments, major league pitchers, they know how to hit that weak spot. And they will go after it time in and time out. And if you can't overcome that, you're going to be that. Still with enough power. Guy makes a mistake. Kyle Schwarber still has the power to hit oh, it out of the park. And any park. And we saw that this year. Yeah. But the consistent level to be able to hit 275 and be on base at a 375 clip and have an OPS of 850 plus to do those kind of things and put up those kind of numbers, you have to be able to make adjustments to what they're doing to you. Maybe it could be as simple as Kyle Schwarber just can't do it. That means a lot of people were wrong. Mm-hmm. That means that they missed. Jed and Theo were wrong mm-hmm. last year when they had ample opportunity to trade him, even though he was injured, and yeah, you wouldn't have got the same return as a healthy Kyle Schwarber at the time. But there was still this... This mystique, this intrigue right. of Kyle Schwarber yes. surrounding him, that has dissipated. And I don't know if you're ever going to get that back at the same level. 
I'm we'll with see. you. I'm with you. Uh, the, the, the eight strikeout numbers, Jim, that's yeah, a that's, good one, and yeah. it's alarming. That's problematic. Uh, the other news that we had for you on a uh, former Hawkeye player, uh, Jared Utoff, uh, with the Dallas Mavericks, no more. Traded to the Houston Rockets today for cash considerations. I think he's got a chance to stick with that team. You do. I do. I think he can I think he can hang. Take a look at their roster, what they have. Okay, remember they just got Chris Paul. Right. Yeah. But he doesn't play a guard spot, so that's not an issue. They lost Sam Decker. They lost Kyle Wilshire. They lost Beverly. They've lost they, they, they had to give up a lot of players in that deal. Ryan Anderson's still there. He can shoot the three incredibly Correct. well. Correct. Uh Ryan Kelly, the former Dukey. He's there. Yeah. Can he beat him out? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe for a spot. Uh-huh. Sean Long. I'll be honest. I know nothing about Sean Long. Uh, probably because he went to Louisiana Lafayette. Okay. But a, a power forward type that uh, is going into his second year. Uh, let's see. What else they got up front? Uh, kid from Louisville, Anuaku. Didn't play a minute for them last year. Isaiah Taylor. He's a guard. So I say these and Troy Williams yeah. from Indiana, another guy that doesn't play a lot. Yeah, he's got to. The opening is there for him. It is. It's Pretty opening there. Yeah. Again, Utah doesn't have a guaranteed deal. No, he does not. But maybe even a better situation than Dallas, even though Houston's a better team. Yes. When you're looking at the bottom end of the roster, maybe it is a better situation. Did Houston for him. see something in the last four right. or five games that Utah played? Then Utah. And they thought, hey, that guy fits our system. Mm-hmm. If we get a chance, maybe we should try to grab him. We could stash him in the D League or the G League. And then if something happens, we've got him and we could bring him up. But then when the trade takes place and they lost all those players, mm-hmm. now the space is available. And Daryl Morey, the GM of the Rockets, said he's not done. No, that's what he said. So there's still more going on yeah. there. Jimmy B., we are out of time. Good. You want to do this again tomorrow at noon? Why not? All right. I'll be up bright and early. We'll see you, everybody. Jimmy B and TC right here, live, 12 noon on the Big Talker 1700. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports 1700 KBGG. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. As many of you know, severe weather and hail swept through central Iowa and the Des Moines metro. Wolf Construction was here long before these storms, and will be here long after. We're much more than a pickup and a ladder. Our roofing team is here to serve you for years to come. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day installation on DirecTV. 
Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next day installation, 515-262-STAR. A Wendy's Frosty is something special. And for a limited time, a Frosty is just 50 cents. An American classic for a classic price. It's not quite a milkshake, not quite an ice cream cone. It's definitely chocolate or vanilla. That choice is on you. Use a spoon or a french fry. Anything goes. A Frosty makes summer special. Yep, there's nothing quite like a Frosty. And there's nothing quite like this deal. A Frosty for 50 cents. Get yours before this deal melts away. Small Frosty only at participating Wendy's for a limited time. Offer not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. Here's the real scoop on your garden soil. Sometimes it needs a fresh start with the help of the Home Depot, where bags of miracle Grow garden soil are a special buy. Four for just 10 bucks. It improves existing soil with nutrients plants need for strong roots, so they'll hit the ground running, starting with much better ground. Beautiful gardens start with miracle Grow garden soil. Four bags, 10 bucks. Now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Bow through July 5th while supplies last. Limit 80 per customer. Contiguous U.S. only. You don't need a thermometer to tell you it's hot and getting hotter, but you might need Scott's Turf Builder with Summer Guard. Right now, you can save up to 10 bucks at the Home Depot. Turf Builder with Summer Guard helps lawns absorb water and nutrients, guarding against longer days, higher heat, and little rain. In other words, summer. Be on guard with Scott's Turf Builder with Summer Guard, and right now, save up to 10 bucks from the number one retailer for Scott's Fertilizer, the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid through July 5th. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. 1700 KBGG kicks off your morning with On Air with Doug, Jen, and Victoria. I would want all of the police force to have everything that they would need at their fingertips.